In the last few Bible in the News broadcasts, we have focused on Britain's exit from Europe, fulfilling the Bible's prophetic requirements and the anticipation of generations of Bible students. Now we move our attention to what everyone is asking. What is next? Well, the scripture is clear on its assessment of Europe in the latter days and their destiny. They are to comprise the Roman beast that is resurrected in the time of the end. As we read in Revelation chapter 17 and verse 8, The beast which thou sawest was, and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. This ascending beast is comprised of ten horns, which by themselves don't amount to much, but together form the beast power, as we read in verse 12. The ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. The process of unification involves all facets of societal life. Because we read in verse 13, these have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. They are united in mind. The Greek word nome, which is defined by Strong's as reason, judgment, opinion, resolve, purpose, or intention. Consequently, they voluntarily give their power and strength to the beast. Power, the Greek word dunamis, is defined by Strong's as their inherent power, the power and influence which belongs to riches and wealth, and the power and resources arising from numbers, or the power that consists or rests upon armed forces. Regardless of the current turmoil in the European Union, with the British vote to leave the European Union, the end game is perfectly clear. A strong union will be formed with Britain out. Well, the past few weeks have seen a clear response from Europe to Britain's vote. A chorus of views have been expressed by European politicians, and for the most part, they are united. They have voted to go, so Britain must get out quickly. Jean-Claude Juncker, the EU Commission President, said, Personally, I'm very sad about this decision, but of course we have to respect it. We now expect the United Kingdom government to give effect to this decision of the British people just as soon as possible, however painful the process may be. Well, politicians in France have echoed this call. French presidential contender Alain Alain Juppé said, Britain needs to leave the European Union as quickly as possible, arguing that a long period of uncertainty would be damaging to the markets and economic growth. When you get divorced, he said, you do not need to stay at home, he declared. You have to leave the common house. Well, Britain's Guardian newspaper also reported of a meeting for emergency talks in Berlin. Foreign ministers from EU's six founding member states demanded the earliest earliest possible start to the Brexit process. France's foreign minister said Britain must trigger Article 50 of the Lisbon Treaty, the procedure for leaving the EU. There was a certain urgency, he said, after a meeting with his counterparts from Belgium, Germany, Italy, Luxembourg and the Netherlands, adding that David Cameron should step aside soon for a new leader to manage the transition out of the Union. Well, the newspapers reported that German Foreign Minister has also joined in, stating... This process must begin as soon as possible. We don't want to end in an extended limbo period. Again, the newspaper reported of the EU Commission president stating, 
Earlier, the president of the European Commission, Jean-Claude Juncker, said that the British had voted to leave and it doesn't make any sense to wait until October to try to negotiate the terms of their departure. Juncker, who said Britain's departure would not be an amicable divorce, but observed that it was never a tight love affair anyway, said he would like to get started immediately. Well, the exit of Britain from the EU, although it has caused consternation, is also breathing new life into the beast. It reminds us of the words of Thessalonians, when pagan Rome was removed, making way for the man of sin to arise. We read in 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 6-7 to from the ESV, You know what is restraining him now, so that he may be revealed in his time, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work, only he who now restrains will do so until he is moved out of the way. Now, we know this is a different time and context, but the principle is same. With the restraining power of Britain out of the way, the beast can now be fully revealed, or apocalypse, as the word is in the Greek. Britain's Daily Express ran a headline, European Superstate to be Unveiled, EU Nations to be Morphed into One, post-Brexit. The article stated European political chiefs are to take advantage of Brexit by unveiling their long-held plan to morph the continent's countries into one giant superstate it has emerged. Under the radical proposals, EU countries will lose the right to have their own army, criminal law, taxation system or central bank, with all those powers being transferred to Brussels. Insisting that the European nations have no power by themselves, European Commissioner Jean-Claude Juncker implored the nations of Europe to unite more closely. He said, There is no country in Europe which is a great power. We are all middle-ranking powers, so there is no future for us to stand alone in this globalized world. Well, remember the words of Revelation 17. The ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Well, these nations can only be strong with the beast, and consequently, we read in verse 13, will have one mind and will give their power and strength to the beast. Well, a chorus of European politicians and leaders have been singing out of the same hymn book. Francis Juppé has this to say, We need to find a new distribution of power between the Union and the member states. The Union needs to implement the famous principle of subsidiary, not just talk about it. We need to enforce and strengthen the Eurozone by greater convergence of tax and social systems. It's not just possible to have uh, a common borders which are inefficient. Federica Mogherini, the High Representative of the European Union for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy, and the Vice President of the European Commission, stated the case. The purpose, even existence, of our Union is being questioned, she said. Yet our citizens and the world need a strong European Union like never before. Our wider region has become more unstable and insecure. None of our countries has the strength nor the resources to address these threats and seize the opportunities of our time alone. But the union of almost half a billion citizens, our potential is unparalleled. All these goals can only be achieved by a truly united and committed Europe. 
joining all our cultures together to achieve our shared goals and serve our common interests in a daily challenge. But it is our greatest strength. Diversity is what makes us strong. Yes, our interests are indeed common, European interests. The only way to serve them is by common means. This is why we have a collective responsibility to make our union a stronger union. The people of Europe need unity of purpose among our member states and unity in action across our policies. Well, unity of purpose is what is being called for, or as the Bible terms it, having one mind. Leadership of the European B system is already being contended for. In an article by ABC Online, Germany is already seen as a leading contender. The article states, after living in the shadow of London for decades, Britain's move should also allow the German financial capital Frankfurt to shine as a global market hub and emerge at the heart of European financial life. Germany announced plans to expand its army for the first time in 25 years, with Berlin also quietly increasing its role in international military missions. Berlin's military boost should help fill at least part of the vacuum in Europe left by Britain, a pillar of EU's defense capabilities. End quote. So as Britain leaves, we see the European Union looking to strengthen itself, drawing closer together, and becoming more like the system described in the Bible. This will no doubt take time, and there will be some speed bumps along the way. The fascinating thing is that, with Britain out of the way, the road is clear to construct a Europe that is more in keeping with the biblical image. On a footnote, what is also interesting is an article written by former Israeli ambassador to America, Michael Oren. In a meeting with the Dutch Foreign Affairs Committee, reportedly he said, Let me get this straight. Your country is an, in an economic crisis, tens of thousands of refugees are massing on your borders, and the EU may be unraveling. And yet the issue that most occupies you is Israel? Well, Oren reported that his hosts all agreed this was the biggest issue. He went on to state, whether Dutch or Belgian or German, they all report the same phenomenon. Israel, more than security, more than refugees, and the economy sparks their bitterest debates. And each time I hear this, I find myself astonished. At stake, I realize, is not Israel's identity, but the Europeans'. For them, the Jewish state is exactly that, a state of Jews against whom the West is once again defining itself. He went on to state Europe's relationship with Jews over the ages. Just as after the destruction of the Second Temple in 70 CE, Roman coins showed a proud legionary holding a spear over a humble Jewish woman, medieval cathedrals betrayed or portrayed ecclesia lording a spear-like cross over the cowering Jewish women. Oren recalls the hostile relationship with Europe and the Jewish people throughout history, Luther, the Enlightenment, the French Revolution, the Dreyfus Affair, and of course Nazism. So as Europe has the restraints of Protestant Britain removed from its conscience, it can now formulate its united, unfettered position on Israel. This is, of course, what the Bible predicts. When the Gogian host comes down into the land, it, as described in Ezekiel 38, it is against my people of Israel. 
So as we look at the political temperature in Europe, the pot is coming to the boil. For the Bible in the news, this has been Jonathan Bowen joining you.